communicate that. They know, hey, Vivek's going to be over at tre Treasury. Uh, Dr. Shiva, who hates Kennedy, which makes it hard for me to support him at all in any way, capacity, but he's not stupid. But if you put him over at, say, uh, something regarding health, because he does know health, and maybe that would be a way to ameliorate. You know, sometimes people hate each other, but you have to work with your enemies or work with people who are smart and know the same problem, but you have to... You have to convince them that, you know, look, the, the the barriers between us are not as great as you might think. And I think he could figure that out. But uh, anyway, yeah. if he's covers, I don't give a shit. But uh, I, when I say I don't give a shit, either you, either you know the danger requires that we need a whole, uh, put this way, they're using a whole of government approach to fuck us over. We need a whole of the common people represented by people that we know have name recognition and are and have good values, good enough values, let's just say, for what we need to get to win. Uh, if Trump is the, now, like I said, Trump wins, um, and when I say, it, it, whether it's Trump or Kennedy, let's just say they somehow, somehow Kennedy overcomes Biden. We'll just say that. But they're making it so that's impossible. Imagine how that, oh, we're not going to have any debates. It's like, doesn't that, doesn't that just tell, I mean, a lot of Democrats are waking up to this, like, well, ain't that kind of fucked up? <laughs> I kind of want to know what the hell he's going to tell us since he's already. Well, no, because everything. no, because I agree, Jason. I agree. Debates are a waste of time. If debates had any bearing on elections, then then regardless of what was huh. censored from the uh, the huh. post with Hunter Biden, just Trump bringing it up at the debate would have been enough to spark people's curiosity and say, huh, what laptop? No, no, but no, no, you got to realize inside the party. So the fact that he, the Biden or the Democrats are already cutting Kennedy off and saying we are not going to debate, you know, because then the Democrats <laughs> would actually see a, a rational, they would see somebody who's comprehensible versus somebody who is in, <laughs> and that would be a, That'd be a start. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying to make I'm just saying that Easy. not being able, being able to even have a opportunity to uh, challenge, you know, the guy who's the clown in office right now uh, says a lot. I mean, I understand the Republican side's going to be a shit show too, but we have to figure out some way to get enough people together and and get enough. Uh, assuming that's going to make any difference, I don't know. They they. they these people are crazy enough. They're desperate enough and crazy enough that they may very well hijack or I totally hijack about a month or a few days before the election and say, oh, we're instituting a new executive order right now, you know? Yeah, somebody said that. Already... That's what I think Kerry Lake said it on the Rudy, on the Rudy Giuliani podcast. I think Kerry Lake said yeah, that. That's sense. what she fears. I mean, she fears that they're going to start a war and, and, and hold up the elections. And they're talking about 10 that, years of yeah. bloody Kamala Harris now, for fuck's sake. What the fuck's that about? Like, well, you I, know, that must be this I don't know just, anybody that wants well, Kamala Harris is, as a president. Not yeah, even Kamala, not even. That. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even think she wants to be president. She may not even, she may punch her ticket out too, but nevertheless, <laughs> you're you're right. They may do some. They're going to do some shenanigans because there'll be so much. I think by, well, 
I am saying we're going to have a financial collapse by the fall. So I'm giving it less than six months. Just because that we've been through this before. 2008 only took about six months. And we already got the teeterings of Re First Republic going down again. So, Oh, what happened with the, the debt ceiling, Jason? What happened with the vote? It was like happening when I went to sleep. I don't even know. Did they pass it? They, were talk I they, they added an amendment? I, I don't know. Let me check. I don't know. I know. Let me they, check. They, let they, me check. Let me no, check. They, they... Oh, okay. hang on. Okay, you do that. I didn't. I didn't put a lot of em emphasis on it because, of course, you know they're going to blame no matter what. Yeah, they, this is. They're just looking for a way to get out of the get out of the uh, the, the responsibility. Of course, they'll have a way to blame the Republicans because they're they're useful well, the, idiots for the, them. Well, the Republicans weren't going to pass it if they didn't agree to the um, amendments, isn't that? Mm -hmm. Isn't that the story? Like, if you didn't agree to these cuts, they're not going to pass it. They're going to. It doesn't matter because no, it doesn't I'm matter because M McCarthy's got no control. McCarthy's got no control. It, it's going to fall to fucking. Um, it's going to fall to McConnell and and Biden to do backdoor deals. That's what's going to happen. They're going to usurp the Congress just like they did before, in two thousand and eight. Yeah, they did. They passed it. They passed it. Two four, seventeen to two fifteen. Yep. House passed the debt limit bill. So there you go. That being said, so what amendment that, was it? Look, look. You know, we know that they, these people don't live in reality, and they, 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 I, I don't know what the amendment was. I'm not focused on it yet because I don't see that as the the end all be all because. These people will do whatever they need to do. They, the Federal Reserve can circumvent that shit too. Anyway, I, okay, the debt so. limit is a. So, I, so I, it I passed. It, it passed be, in the Congress, it Jason. It passed in the Congress, but it's not going to pass the Senate because the Dems have got control right. of the Senate. So oh, it's dead in the water before it not. even. Yeah, this is what I mean. It's such a waste of time yeah. to do this shit. Like when they could actually be fixing the problem, they're just fighting over yeses and nos. Fuck that. How much yeah. did it cost them to take that fucking vote? Well, like, seriously, well, let's work out how, how much it cost them to fly all the fucking people down there, put them up in wherever they got to be put up in, um, pay them their wages, pay them their food, pay them their stipends, get the cars to drive them around while they're in around. D.C., Hundreds of fucking thousands of dollars for a vote that was not going anywhere to begin with. Well, Liz, here's the thing. It doesn't. I, I, I'm, I'm being. Very, I'm very, being very. I'm going to be the bearer of bad tidings. I don't even think it matters anymore what our financial pivot is because I think the Chinese and the Russians and all these people have a master. They have a master stroke that they're waiting to, waiting to pull off. When they pull the petrodollar, when they say we're no longer taking dollars to do oil in, that's going to cause the chaos. And so, I mean, no, no, I, I, I totally, yeah, the, the whole thing with the debt, they're just going to make the dollar worthless. That's that's what these people are waiting. Uh, there was a report, I think Reuters said, the Chinese I don't Chinese know how that converted. helps anybody. I just don't understand how that helps anybody. How can they all sit there in Congress with their little fucking pins on their lapels and say, oh, we're helping people? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. It's a yeah. We know it's a total. I mean, it's a psychopathic. These are the people who hit hit you in the face and then they complain about you hurting their fist. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> that's that's Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hurt my hand on your face. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Charging. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's an art yeah, it's the yeah, it's it's total psychopathy. I mean just I I I don't have a whole lot more for I have zero fucks to give what these people do up there because it's all smoke and mirrors and charlatanism and they they they're, they're all playing a game against us and they hate us all. And I agree. I don't. Yeah. So I, let them do what they will. The, the sad thing is, is like I said, the people that we used to call our enemies, which yeah, they're still bad people. They're very bad people. But in some respects, I don't mind if they own these fuckers because they're such a holes that I want to. I want. I don't even. Want, I don't want the collapse. But here's the thing. When people wake up one morning and they look outside and they try to go to the store or go to the ATM and can't get money and things, so they're like, "What happened?" It's like, didn't you? You didn't know this. <laughs> they're gonna realize how many fucking frauds on TV have been lying to them because the Russians and the. I mean, now granted, that could set off a war, <laughs> and I'm not down for that. But you know, it's already happening. That's the reason why they're going into Afghanistan or um, Sudan and. All these fucking hot spots are going to pop up all at once. Because I'm, 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 I'm guarantee. I, I don't guarantee. I can't guarantee. But let's just say this summer, the Chinese and Taiwan, um, they, 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 they weren't going through all the the drills that they went through recently with the Russians. If they weren't planning, I mean, that was like a test run to see how, see how well it went. <laughs> and uh, uh, between all the other stuff, you know, we don't even. We're sending we're sending submarines to South Korea for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, I know, I know. You know, you know, there's, you know, there, there, you got. This is just like 1914 or run up to 1914. All the alliances, all the fucking double dealing, and all it's going to take is one big kaboom, whether it be a pop in the melon or a, a major financial kaboom, and then everybody's going to be like, okay. They're going to tell you, well, you're not being patriotic. Why wouldn't you support? I go, why would I support this fucking government? <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> yeah. That's Just, the thing. Uh, like, this... But that's the thing. You can't yeah. even, when you say, like, when you say to somebody, why would I support this government? You can't elaborate on that because they won't allow it. You can't say, yeah, I don't like the vaccines because A, B, C, D, E. Because they stop you at, I don't like the vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the reason why we need, I mean, that's why I don't even think it really matters what fucking, whatever agreement Tucker did sign. Just, I mean, if he really, if he's at the point where he's praying every night, it should make you wonder. It's like, why would I care, give a fuck if I wind up painting this or not? Because you know what? They're going to take my voice from me anyway. So at least, at least while I still got it, I should use it. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, hundred I mean, percent. I don't think. Tucker, I don't think. I don't think Tucker will settle for anything less. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he'll settle for anything less. Fuck him. If they want to try and hold him back. I mean. I mean, he didn't say it, but I think I know who he was talking about with uh, the person he used to make fun of, and I think him and Naomi Wolf probably. Didn't always agree or go eye to eye. Now he's realized how much you know she's come a long way. 
So maybe that was who. I think he was subtly. I don't know if it was a talk disparaging about her, but I think he was mentioning that in that speech. He was mentioning some of the people. He didn't mention who. Who he didn't say it was a he or she, but being the amount of time she started appearing on there, and they used to not get along. You know, I can see that. I mean, she was she's a feminist. She was hard left, and uh, when I say hard left, it, it, I don't know. She wasn't a commie. Just she just can like, wake. A class. Well, if she can wake up. Anybody can wake up. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Well, she does have she does have a, a, a certain amount of intellectual horsepower that probably puts her above certain people. I get that's yeah, but that's the sort of person that I'm talking about. That somebody on her yeah, par, yeah. if she can wake up on her level of knowledge of things, then yeah, there's hope that other people on that level are opening up their eyes and saying, oh, yeah, something's wrong here. All of these things <laughs> that are happening just aren't right. And I've never experienced anything like this in my entire life. And that's that, and that could be for somebody yeah. that's 20 or 50 or 80. Yeah. I would, I would think when they turn on the telly and they see uh, advertisements for trannies drinking beer and uh, other shit, yeah. I would think that would be a kind of an eye opener. You I would think. think that would be an eye opener. It would have been, if I Do you know what? I never saw TV, the actual. I, I never saw the actual ad on any television stations. I only ever saw it through the internet, through like watching yeah. on <laughs> Getter and TikTok, and you know, and then and then all the shows yeah. that promoted the ad, all the news shows that promoted the ad. Do you know what I mean? Like they, prom- mm-hmm. they, they. How many times a day did CNN show the ad? The Fox show the ad? Did all of the? You know. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't watch enough main. And here's the thing: I, I mean, you need to kind of go back to. No, just, I'm just saying. Uh, like, I don't know either, but I'm just saying yeah. it was on there for at least two news cycles, three news cycles. Yep, and uh, yeah, beyond that, well, and then you get all these. Uh, a lot of people are. I mean. You know, and here's the, the here's, and is... here's the thing, Jason. Here's the fucked up thing about it, right? Think about this. Yeah. I came out with the Bud Light commercial and it destroyed them, right? Destroyed Anheuser-Busch. Then mm-hmm. Nike jumps on the fucking bandwagon and it does the same thing and they suffer the same fate. Yeah. Babylon. Jumping over the fucking cliff. You know why? Why? There's a there's something. I I do know why. It's got to be. It's it's tied to it's tied to the Chinese and the bricks and everything else. A lot of these companies, by the way, are trying to. I think really they're trying to destruct the American economy and the Western economy. We'll just say the Western economy because that that makes more sense. And I I think there's a there is a agenda that that, that they are so aligned. They're so they've misaligned their business model. And I know you say, well, the training. Well, yeah, but those training advertisements aren't going over to China or the Middle East or anything. No. They're just oh they're yeah, I know it. that. I know yeah. that. <laughs> I know. So, so that's the whole point. They're trying to show the, the globalists have already moved their chips over to this new system throughout the so Middle what East do you and think, whatever. But so what do you think China's game is? Do you think China's game is to 
Okay, destroy the petrodollar. They've pretty much done that. Um, destroy the economy yeah. and then what? Rebuild it in in one. Well, yeah. Well, they want. Remember, their 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 uh, economic fragility is just as bad as. Our, but they've been get gobbling up gold, so they're buttressing. They're they're reinforcing with their resources. We don't know how much gold they're sitting on, but by building that new monetary system. That will that will eliminate or let's just say alleviate their financial chicanery and fuckery that they 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 got pushed off into all kinds of corners of their economy. Plus, remember they already have surveillance; they already have control over their billion plus people. They'll keep them peasants until they die, and they want to die quickly as possible. So they uh, and then they'll I don't know how. Remember, with communism, you can always wipe away your debts. You can just you know. <laughs> Books don't matter. <laughs> Bury them in a mess, right? <laughs> yeah, they just rape everything they get a hold of. But they want to own us, and they want our farmland, and they want Australia's resources. They're going to own underneath, and we have people that are in charge that are more than willing to comply because, I, like I said, dollars to donuts, I'd say 80%. Because? It's not only a uh, because look, they I, have on I honestly think it's actual physical threats of harm if you don't comply. With China, I wouldn't put it past them to yeah. say, we will fucking kill you, we will kill your family and we'll skin them alive in front of you while you watch and then we'll, you know, make you dig their holes. Do you know what I mean? These people have no qualms about threatening well, yeah, yeah. shit like that. Well, yeah, no, I, I yeah, but the, the thing Imagine is, Albanese, okay, Al, any, Anthony I, Albanese would have been scared shitless five years ago because he was the size of a freaking uh, minivan. He wouldn't have been, been able to lift a shovel, let alone dig his own grave. Well, Liz, the thing is, is when you're squeezing somebody, you don't want to squeeze too hard because they know mm. they have no, they don't get any incentive to do what you want them to do. So they squeeze just hard enough. The closer you are to their borders, obviously, the harder they squeeze. The further you're away, they squeeze just enough. They squeeze your people, like they did with Bloomberg and stuff like that. They squeezed his people, literally. Bloomberg, they, they captured a few of his uh, broadcasters who were located over in Hong Kong or Shanghai or wherever the fuck they were at, and they disappeared them. That was a message to Mike Bloomberg to do what we want you to do or say what we want, you know, in other words put on the broadcast that we want to make China seem so good because that's how they do it. The same way with the Bidens. I don't think they squeeze them as hard as we think they, they squeeze them hard enough, but they have to give them a carrot too. They have to say, well, if you just uh, go along with this, you know, you'll get paid too. You know, it's, it's, it's a great, uh, it's just, like I said, it's subtle, but yeah, you're right. They will kill you. <laughs> that, that part is no doubt. I have no doubt about that. So mm. Yeah. If, if anyone resists that hard, they'll find themselves uh, getting a shot in the neck. or Which is surprising, that, surprising to me. I mean, maybe it's because they managed yeah. to get him out in the last election, but it surprises me that, that it wouldn't surprise me in the least if down history's lane we find out that Trump had such threats from China. Hmm. Well... They certainly had not. There was so much going on in the fall of 2019 that I, the more and more I've gone back, I found probably at least a dozen events that kind of linked together because they had a bunch of CEOs quit. That was big. 
Obviously, he had the events of 201. He had BlackRock pitching the financial uh, mantra of getting inflation up, which, of course, happened. Mm -hmm. uh, imagine that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then they got rid of Epstein. They buried the Hunter Biden laptop by December. They kept Trump busy with the Ukrainian impeachment and uh, basically deflection. The things that are supposed to be big events are turning into deflections. I mean, just like the social order thing. We have to have COVID. We have to shut down. We have to fuck up all our kids. Our our life expectancy in the United States has dropped almost two years since 2020, according to uh, some reports. Two years? I thought it'd be Which, more course, than that. I thought it'd be more like... Well, it went from like 77 or... It went to from like 77 or 78 down to 76, comparatively to other, you know, it's drastic. I mean, even a year is oh, enormous yeah, yeah. and just... Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, even... Okay, people, my husband, even my husband thinks I'm nuts, mm -hmm. but like, every time somebody dies, and I know we've talked about this, every time somebody dies, my first thought is, I bet she was vaccinated, right? Or be, like Harry Belafonte, they mm -hmm. say, oh, but he was 92 years old, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but who's to say that he wouldn't have made it to 93 if he hadn't been vaccinated? Look at Kirstie Alley. Yeah. She was on Tucker. Two weeks before she was diagnosed with colon cancer, and four weeks later she was dead. Yeah, Hank Aaron, he was a healthy guy. There you go. You, you know, you may not know who. Hank yeah, I know who. Yeah, he is. but he's he, the reason. He, he's he the took, reason why. You know, um, he's the reason why Kirsch got into this whole vaccine thing. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. The idea is, you know, they they use these they huckstered these people into promoting or saying, oh, it's okay, it's all good, and they wind up dead, and people are supposed to just ignore that. It's like, no. No. Anytime somebody forces a medical procedure on, or puts a medical procedure out Anything, there. Anything, yeah. And, and based upon what we know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I knew that beforehand. I, I'm sorry. I just, I just said, man, and I looked into research on it prior in 2020. I saw all the other diseases and viruses, and I saw that you know, on average, it took ten year, ten fucking years. Well, don't get Age me wrong. When when COVID it. when COVID first came out, and they had the fucking tickers on the fucking news channels and blah blah blah. Adam and I, in the very sure. beginning, we were like, "Oh fuck, this is bad. This is this is fucking bad. It's going to be bad." We knew it was going to be bad. And and right then and there, we were like, geez, I hope they fucking can come up with some sort of vaccination, da, da, da. But, but my thoughts are, let's come up with a traditional, normal vaccination. <laughs> let's not play Tinker, to Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy with our fucking DNA and um, yeah. rush something to market. This is where Trump was ignorant, like, no. and and he should not have been ignorant. He was ignorant in the processes of coming up with the vaccine, like, and polio is the best example. If anybody just tells you about polio, the the, the amount of times they tried a polio vaccine that had to be halted because the, you know, the, the side effects were bad, if not death. Um, 
you know, that's why I say it took like 35 odd years before they could come up with a suitable, viable polio injection. And I, I know that today's day and age, it doesn't necessarily take 35 years, but it certainly doesn't take fucking nine months. Yeah, correct. It, it was even more, it was, like you said, untested platform, uh, no, no introduction by the people, no introduction to the people of what this was all about. Why did it, and it didn't matter because we know, and I verified this and it's been double verified. They already had the vaccine ready to go even before, yeah. before they even declared uh, emergency orders. Yeah, we've seen the videos. Had we've it. seen the videos of Peter Daszak talking about it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I mean, they they literally published their SEC. They said, "Oh yeah, we have the phase one done. We have it done. They had it done on February February fourth. They already yeah. had they already had it filed up. They already had it ready to rock and roll. And for something that was supposed to be novel and didn't exist two months prior to suddenly have all this, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> no, yeah, that ain't right. That's right. And that's the thing. And and whatever it was that they were supposedly working on, that should have been for other COVID, other SARS." That's um, other SARS virals, yeah. not not COVID nineteen, because like you say, it's new. <laughs> yeah, well, not only new, but it was actually totally manufactured. And exactly and, and, and when the the people have dived dived into the genetics of it in terms of the engineering of it at, at multiple levels. I mean, I think I think it's possible that they reverse engineered it from the vaccine to the disease. Correct. You're right. And I think you're probably spot on there. But that's the whole point. They reverse engineered it. They also, like I said, at multiple levels that I can't personally describe because I'm not a biologist. I'm not going to be. But I understand the concept. Disclosure, I'm not a biologist. But I've looked at I'm not even a B uh, student. uh, (laughs) Well, I looked at enough people's analysis and found enough things and tied to sequencing and patenting. And I've seen the same uh, information come from numerous cross. In other words, if I see it from multiple sources and I find out they're not connected and they, I I knew this back as early as April of 2020 because I watched somebody who actually, I looked her up and she had a legitimate, she ran a level four lab. Um, She works out of Ireland. I, I right now, Dolores Cahill is her name. Mm-hmm. And uh, she went on a broadcast, and, and and she specifically, like you said, she she knew some natural, you know, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, azithromycin. Uh, she she knew a concept that would work against this because she says zinc will disrupt the cellular. But she looked at Nature, uh, the publications, and she saw that that string, and she said this is a non naturally occurring event. Mm-hmm. She knew that. I mean, she she put that out there early. And she, I, the thing is, is she did a broadcast with a guy I, I followed, David Cullen from Computing Forever, and they took that down off YouTube. They erased him and tried to get rid of him. And and uh, and, um, and Judy, Doctor yeah. Doctor Judy, uh, Judy no. Mitkovich or whatever, Mikevich. Mikevich, yeah. And I, I read her book and I got to, I got three fourths of the way through it. She talked about the discussion that they had regarding Fauci and. And the things that they're willing to do, they put her under arrest. They put her, they took her out of the game for like uh, 72 hours. Uh, she has no to... qualms. She has no qualms in saying they murdered her husband. Yes. So at this point, this, 
the, 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 the amount of scientific, there's a sci- huge, sci- uh, let's just say, the scientists in the Defense Department are about 80% overlap, I say. I don't think it's purely 100%, but any government scientist, probably about, and more than likely, they're an asset of the DOD, DARPA, the CIA, everything. And we know we have military bases all over the world, like, I, you know, 700 or 800 plus, 840. And we have about 300 bio labs all over the fucking world. And we know all over the did place. You hear, did you and, hear the latest about the one in Sudan? Yes. Yeah. It's like, fucking A. I know. I was like, sitting here, I went, Adam was lying in bed. I went, because I had the headphones on, so he couldn't hear what I was, like, listening to. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, what? And he's like, fuck. Like, lying in bed, peacefully scrolling through Facebook. And I just, like, blurred out, oh, my God. Oh, well, and if, and if you and I did my research on that and I found out, yeah, we the reason why here's the thing, and this is the truth, and nobody wants to listen. I to believe you. Too busy. Oh, I believe you. Yeah, the, <laughs> thousands wouldn't. Well, the thing, well, the, the neocon when when uh, we started encircling Russia and we put all these bio labs in Ukraine and Georgia and all these places, yeah, they know that. They pay attention to that. They're intel. They have intel services too, and they know everything we know. That <laughs> Bible, I know a lot more. The people, the people that <laughs> need to, the, all, the only people that need to know this are the people that fucking live in those places, and the people that are paying for those labs. That's the yeah, people yeah, that need exactly. to know, and they're the yeah. only people that don't. Yeah. Well. I, I, it's funny because you can find, I mean, the information's out there. Like in Georgia, they put in a $100 million bio. They put in a lab. And guess what? Here's the kicker. They named it after fucking uh, 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 Rich, Richard Dick Luger. Well, <laughs> Richard Luger. He was an Indiana senator. So it was interesting when I saw that. I was like, oh, wow. And then, of course, it comes to find out that, we, you know, we got other labs in Ukraine and the, tied to that and oh by the way there was an actual study that was done in november oh, and by the way <laughs> and, by, and yeah. by the way we just happened to like release a poisonous vaccine on the world sorry yeah 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 too bad yeah oops oopsie oopsie <laughs> yeah and, and guess what while we're doing all these things in sudan and ukraine you notice what happens Peter Dowsett gets to slip away. Nobody knows the fucking... Nobody talks about his shit no more. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I was thinking the yeah. same thing. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Between him... And then you got the only time you, The only time you hear his name is through Natalie Winters. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. These people are such, such malevolent forces. The One Health. And One Health is tied to vaccination on children and children it's all tied to actually they want to eliminate parental consent around the world so they yeah the state owns like i said when they when i say they see us as property here's what i don't get here's what i don't get like okay look they can create babies (laughs) they can create babies in pods they can do all of that shit we know that why bother (laughs) with us yeah why bother with, why not just like eliminate us all and just start again and, and start where they want to start? Why fuck with us? Why bother? Hey. Is it just, it's just for fun? 
Uh, yeah. You remember, yeah. a psychopath has no conscience. Exactly. So, so it's this just is the just fun. Playing with. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's you're a mouse. You're, you're and the that mouse is and the, the definition of evil. <laughs> yeah, we are the fucking mouse. Yes. <laughs> and they just keep on taking their paw, and they flip her yeah. ass up, and then they yeah. flip her head over, and they, you know, just keep yeah. on playing with it. I'm going to let you get away, but I'm not going to let you get too far away. <laughs> Yeah, they want you. To, they but they want to keep you alive and watch you suffer. Mm. Like you said, they're like an evil fucking person. They want to keep you alive just long enough, and they want to. I, yeah, malevolence. It's the only. It, it's logical. Yeah, it's logical conclusions that you draw when governments and the people that they put in power. These people are, and we know that they're gonna and, and they're gonna do just like the Nazis did. Uh, I was just following orders. Yeah, I didn't oh, yeah, want I to do just... that. Who gave you the orders? <laughs> Who gave you the orders, Joe Biden? <laughs> yeah, they'll point up, they'll point sideways, they'll point at anybody. But the, I mean, it happened today. You saw the, I'm sure you saw Twitter and you saw fucking Randy, whatever, Weingarten and all yeah, these yeah. fuckwits that are. <laughs> I didn't even listen to her. I can't listen to that bitch talk. <laughs> so, and I, I, you know, I normally don't like to drop the B word on every woman, but man, the ones that wind up in government, oh god, they're all. Just... <laughs> I figure right, the B word is a much nicer word than the C word. I could just use that one too, but uh, I keep it to the B. And I know you guys feel the same way. <laughs> no, I, I mean, look. I... It's a gross word, but I have to admit I use it sometimes. <laughs> well, when you're dealing with people that just they have yeah, no, there's no other definition. They, there's no other. There's yeah. There's no other definition for them. <laughs> yeah, they they take zero of response. This is the thing. It's like you know, I worked enough in businesses, and I'm not saying any. I'm not lauding it or praising it, but I worked in a private. If any job I'd ever had, if I took as little accountability for anything I did, I would have never gotten anywhere at all, ever. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody you know, would if have, I told though, Jason. Boss, Nobody would have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because guess what? Everybody I ever worked for, you know, if I sat there and said, oh, you know, and things happened and occurred, my data was a little wrong and I messed with it, you know. But, you know, we're okay. My boss would have had a shit. If I took uh, responsibility for projects I did or, you know, if I was asked to do a project or job and if I just sloughed it off, I mean, shit, you know. And, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not too much. It's just like it, everything they want you to tell, they literally tell you to your face, basically, that everything that we learned about ethics and moral principle is all fucked. Just get it's rid of it. It's all a lie. <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh And but that was the thing. You know, nobody nobody's got any self pride anymore. They don't have mm-hmm. like, you know, when you do a job and you sit back and you look and you say, I did that. That's self pride. People don't have that anymore. They don't they don't care. I don't care if I don't care yeah. if the, the little old lady that's claiming insurance on her um, you know, whatever, broken leg or whatever. I don't care that she's old and got a broken leg i just want to like fill in my quota for the day and go home and drink my fucking martinis yeah 
And it, this is, you know, the strains of this, I, it's funny, when I've gone back, I mean, uh, Corbett Report, they, he, he introduced me to a lot of, I mean, it was in 2019 when I first started watching him. And I thought it was interesting. But, like, one of the names, like, the, the Jeffrey Zentz and the, what's his face? There's a couple, ethic, they call them ethicists here in the, <laughs> not, they're, they're unethical stuff. But when they were talking, kicking around during the Obama administration, you're like, yeah. Yeah. You know, we need to have death panels and the 75 years old, you know. And once you get to 75, you pretty much had your usefulness of a life. It's yeah, like, it's sort of big... green. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was straight up. Yeah, they, 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 were, they were nuanced. They were talking in nuances, but they, the, the message was pretty clear. We have too many old people. We have too many people past a certain age because it was actually about retirement and Social Security because the financial system, that's, hey, that's the one thing. It bought them time to kill off how many old people. That's really what it boiled down to. That Those are people that didn't have to pay, you know, benefits to anymore in Europe and the United States. And that was really... I hang think on. That was, uh, That's yeah. not all they were good for. They didn't have to pay them benefits. Wow. And they made them into food to feed the other people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, like I said, it's soil and you, you, and you and Alan have me on that. I have not watched that entire movie, so I've watched like a clip or two. I, I get, yeah, I get the, okay, I well, get the you, process. Okay, so <laughs> I'll tell you what you do is watch the last, watch the last twenty minutes or half an hour. Just go straight to the last half an hour. That's all you got to do because that's where all the explanations are. Oh yeah, and, and then it, basically, oh, the, you know, you know the. You know the the quote "Soylent Green is people." That, yeah, that's yeah. the quote. Soylent Green <laughs> is people. That's how the movie ends. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spoil it for yeah. you or anything, but yeah. that's how the movie ended. No, that's no, when no. you find out that Soylent Green <laughs> is people. I love, I'm sure you've seen the meme out there with all the fucking dystopian, you know, the brave new worlds, the Soylent Greens, the 1984, like yeah. eight or ten movies, and there's like this Venn diagram of them all overlapping, and in the middle it says us. <laughs> okay, now. think about it, think about, okay, think about it this way, right? Okay, this is how fucking screwed up we are. Yeah. Roots, the movie, the, remember the Go movie ahead. Roots, Alex Haley's Roots? Remember that saga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That came yeah. out that came yeah. out around about the same time as Soylent Green. Okay. So they were they were looking back at slavery <laughs> and looking forward to the dystopian future all in the same fucking decade or a half a decade. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, you want to add well, let's add some other layers to this ship. So six million dollar man's built on the the book Cyborg. There you go. <laughs> and yep. putting the bionics in our bodies. Remember, this was all pre pre predictive programming and pre programming for those that were well. For me and you, we were looking at us. Boy, that that's a fucked up world. I really, I mean, it's kind of entertaining, but I would never want that. For the oh, Elon I don't Musk know. I, the I, world, no, I wanted to be six. I wanted to be the bionic woman. I have to admit that. I wanted yeah, to be her. I, I, I used to, when I used to run, I used to, <laughs> when I used to run, I used to make that noise. 
but they don't know about consequences, personal consequences for, you know, they don't they don't get how to be an adult because they were never raised by their kids. Their parents, their parents failed them in one thing. Well, several things, but one in particular was <laughs> they, you know, they, 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 they didn't interact with them. So the computer or the TV, uh, in our case, it was TV, but we got up from it and went out and played. Yeah, exactly. They and yeah. yeah, they met people. They met people online. They interacted with them and they met a lot of dangerous people, a yeah. lot of manipulative people. And they fell right into that trap and they stayed with these people and they don't, they, their, their whole cognitive, they don't have any critical thinking skills, everything for them. It's just like when we talked and when we have talks, we, we remember certain things. We don't know exactly the time, but we know how it felt. These yeah. people go to Wikipedia and they say, well, it happened in 1987 and you are wrong. <laughs> yeah. And they think they've owned you. They think you've, they think they've owned your shit. And you're like, dude, I lived through that fucking time. You're just fucking. Yeah. You were, <laughs> you just... were, you were but a twinkle in your daddy's eye, I love. Yeah. Or not even, or, or not even created. And, and, and oh, by the way, whatever that whatever you learned or whatever you read there you know the thing is is you don't have a feel for i had this i had this debate i had this was one of my last job it was in 2019 i we had a guy came on he was a mechanical engineer he was like 23 24 years old and he had just come from a place where evidently he 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 was spurgery he was on the spectrum he was very spectrumy and he didn't like to get hands dirty, didn't want to go out on the floor or anything. I had to kind of drag him. But we had a conversation, and I told him about the, you know, the way things are going, it's going to do this. He said, well, that's a slippery slope argument. It'll never happen like that. I was like, well, you just don't. I go, don't you? I We were going through a training. This was pre-DEI. Uh, it wasn't called diversity and inclusion and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And I went through it like a six-hour training thing, and it was online. When I say online. Yeah, my husband does answer all that too. Yeah, I went through these questions and I'm like, this is fucked. <laughs> Cause That's what really he said. <laughs> and uh, I told the guy, I said, can't you see that this is the, like, this is, this is a leading into that. He's like, you're just, you're making poor arguments. And, and I was like, he was just very, yeah, he, he should have said, not... yeah, but you're not making any arguments. <laughs> yeah. But, but the funny thing was, is like, I told him, I said, you know, you know, and this was 29. I was like, yeah, I go, well, you know, I am, get, I go, I don't, I see myself fairly old. I say, I'm 47. He's like, you're not old. He's like, what the heck? You're not, you are not old at all. I go, it's not about how, how what your age, of, it's how you feel in terms of about experiences and stuff like that. Because the funny thing is, I, I, told, I, I got, I almost got into it with him. I said, look, I'm closer to retirement age in percentage distance then you are you're closer to being a child again. You know, you're yeah. twenty five. Yeah. You're you're seven years removed from being in high school. <laughs> yeah. Your I'm, brain's I'm, only just fully developed. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. And, and and anyway, it was just like argue you know, you can't argue with these people because they no. just they're they 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 they, they like get, playing they chess with a pigeon. Get, yeah, they always win. <laughs> yeah, they they think they've won. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I always wondered what he thinks now with all the stupid shit that's gone on in the last three fucking years. I wonder if his slippery slope, if he hasn't realized that he's been on a slip and slide now. <laughs> and he's probably he's probably missing. higher on the spectrum now. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and the thing is, is I was awakened to it. I mean, I was 
I mean, I was aware of it is probably in terms of the feel of it a little bit. You know, I think I knew things were fairly off in 2015, 2016. That was the first indication, especially the media. I was like, boy, this is just becoming very disconcerting. But the and then I the Me Too shit and all this other garbage that I was already I already knew. You know, people were uh, speaking out about it, but not enough. Yeah, mainly because it didn't affect them. You know. Because the Me Too part, a lot of the Me Too started on campuses here. And, of course, most of us are, you know, fucking removed from that. We are not involved in it. So, um, But nobody was happened. nobody was listening to the Me Too movement until fucking What's-Her-Face got into it. Until it was the Harvey yeah. Weinstein Me Too movement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a, that then was it a, was a chic. pivotal moment. Yeah. And then, yeah, it, once it, 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 you, we realized that a lot of, uh, suddenly all these people wanted victimhood. Victimhood mm. became important to these people. They yeah. they based their entire life on their victimhood, which is it's really sad. Yep, <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, it's I mean, it's stopped them. It's impeded them from doing anything really meaningful in their life most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at the level that we're at, those who live in the victimhood at our, our level are are going to be imprisoned for the rest of their life because right. they're never going to they're never going to want to achieve anything because they're always going to have someone to blame for everything. Yeah, and I, I and the funny thing is, is I, I I would love to counsel them, and I'm not saying I have all I have the answer, but yeah, we've all been through that that period in our life where we didn't uh, didn't like it that something got done to us and we use that as the excuse to keep on holding on to that, you know, holding anger. on to that hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Anger, hurt. We wanted, we wanted justice, just like all these people talk about justice, but we wanted justice against somebody who did something to us that we said, boy, that's fucked. That was fucked up. I mean, yeah. If it's your family, it really pisses you fucking off. <laughs> yeah. You're like, aren't yeah. Aren't these fuckers supposed to care about me? Especially yeah. Like yeah your, that's right. Your, it's, it's more detrimental. <laughs> personal like that yeah yeah i mean it's one thing i mean it's bad enough of a, a random straight actually to be truthful about it a random stranger doing something to me is less I, hurtful i, I know yeah of it's, course it's less here yeah because you because you you just you 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 figure it's just poor upbringing poor raising poor everything just there's there's very there's there's all kinds of but, but also, it's sure. a random stranger you're not going to have to be involved in that person's life other than in that moment yeah, you just wipe your hands and move on to the next yeah. episode. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, when it's your when it's personal and it's your family, it starts you on that path, and it, it impacts other things. And when you get involved with somebody who you thought had better was a better person than than you expect, you know that's when that bothers. You know that's what caused my concerns too. And yeah, the thing was is just well, that's like how I felt. That's how I felt about a certain someone. Which I won't name, but um, yeah, yeah, no. and not just yeah. that person. It's happened to me more than once with other people, other people that I considered friends and treated sometimes treated better than yeah. I treated my own family. Well, it's like in and you probably went through the same experience. I well, my situation that set me off. Okay, it wasn't the rejection. It, what was problematic for me, what really got me going, was the gaslighting that happened right after that. 
It was the rejection. And then the absolute, when I say absolute gaslighting, this person put words in my mouth. She said I did things or said things that I didn't say. She made a big deal out of it. She threatened me. She bragged. It was like the whole cornucopia of like, you know, just stuff that you, you're like. And the thing is, is it, it was, it was out, it was totally out of the blue. It was, it was like a, it was like building up in them and they like, let it all out at once. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. like somebody <laughs> flicked a switch. Yeah, they flipped the switch. And at first it was my first, I, my true first reaction was absolute shock and sadness. That was my first response. Now, and, and I ran away from the situation. Then I tried to, uh, I, I felt like I had to somehow make a try to fix it or make amends or do something. Mm -hmm. And then the lash out continued. The lash out was even worse. Yeah. And it was personal. It was legal. And then I got pissed and angry because I was angry because of like, why did I fucking, you know. Why did I go back why did I, to try and fix it? Yeah. I should have just stayed away. Yeah. Why did I try to fix it? Yeah. Why did I try to fix it? And and also it's like I thought so much better of this person. And then I got really yeah. mad and I got drunk. And that was, a, that was oh. definitely the no-no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Never mix emotion and alcohol. Yeah. Well, I did and I mixed it. And that was the first time I had gotten drunk and like a year and a half because I'd been cleaning. So yeah, you can imagine how far off the wagon I felt and how and how detrimental that was and what came out of my mouth or well, it wasn't so much my mouth out of my keystrokes. <laughs> yeah, I can say I I my entire situation revolves around a bunch of emails, and that is the that is the absolute truth. And it, and it's so pathetic, and I was pathetic. I was totally pathetic. Uh, you know, between that, that was actually the only, the only one really track. And in that email, I, I not only, I didn't only knock her down. I knocked myself down. I knocked my mom down. I knocked my dad down. I went mm -hmm. after psychologists. I went after everybody. Yeah. You were pissed. <laughs> it was a, I was pissed. I was, I was pissed. I was angry and I was liberal. So you can figure out how that all works out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I can laugh about it now, but at that time, it, it seemed like the biggest thing of importance in my life. And oh, by the way, FYI, I had just had a random conversation with my father who hadn't spoke to in a long time. So that added a little extra fuel to the fire. So, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure he gave you some great advice. <laughs> oh, no, the thing was, is this, this, no, my dad was a... No, boy, I know, I was, this was being sarcastic. No, 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 no. This, is, this is, this is choice, and I can talk about it, because it, it, it's interesting in and of itself, because he, 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 he actually was trying to really lighten me up a little bit. So he had married, he remarried the, his fourth wife, who is a cop, or was a retired cop. Um, sexual vic victims unit cop and knowing my dad I was like boy ain't this a fucking kick so anyway he was with this gal and they were living wherever they were living I think they, at the time though I think they had a place up in Canada but whatever a anyway the conversation though <clears throat> he was like well you know hey you can always come and visit me and you know maybe we can hang out and blah 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 and then I don't know how it got brought up but I do remember it he's like, well, you know, my problem with your mom was her religion. And it's like, man. That's everybody's problem. Everybody has a problem yeah. with religion. <laughs> no matter what yeah, religion well, it is was, either. 
No, no, no. But the thing is, is for him to be like, oh, you know, I, you know, does she still believe in Catholicism? I mean, you know, and all this other kind. I mean, it was just like a jot. It was a dig. You know what I mean? Just the kind of the the snide, like, you know. But was he well, agnostic? Was he? Was your dad agnostic? No, no, my, no, 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 no. My dad was a would would be considered a fundamentalist at best. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he, but he no no you, you you don't get this he used the bible when i say use the bible oh he read it and exploited it he sent it me, a used to send me letters. he used it as a cudgel yes he sent me letters where I, I i at the time for a little i mean i got him this is back when he was in prison he sent me letters uh you know 15 pages letters with you know all kinds of religious you know little quotes and stuff like, I mean, it, the average letter from him would have at least a dozen quotes in it from, yay, she'll do, you know, well, and I never read them. Don't get me wrong. I didn't read them, but it, because they were just yay, so fucking long. Yay, through the valley of the yeah, shadow of you know. death. <laughs> so, no, long story short, but he's just like the rest of the family. I mean, when I say the rest of the family, I mean, Jody was a preacher. He, he, he became a deacon at a church and everything like that. And, the my family, I mean his his sad his his whole immediate family were all a bunch of shysty con artists. So, I mean, I mean I had an aunt that literally sold a chainsaw out of a uh, out of a uh, hardware store. Man, I mean they were thieves, they were con artists, they fight and fuss and drink and alcohol. I mean they're a whole gang of mis. I mean, uh, mis- uh, all the guys signed up for the, you know, whether it be the Navy, the Army, the Marines. They were all, uh, I had four of them go to Vietnam and everything like that. Did it straighten None them, them out or fuck them up even more? Fucked them up even more, uh-uh. just like ever, just like usual. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, uh, Randy was uh, my uh, uncle and he was, yeah, he was uh, fit to be tied. Uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, they, they were just a whole bunch of, yeah. So the religion, religion was something that my dad and uh, a couple of others are, were very, very uh, attached to using for exploitation reasons. So that's what set me off. But <clears throat> anyway, just, just the thing is, is I had a lot of little events happen around that, that same time. And yeah, they did, it was like a pressure cooker and I didn't handle it well. And I think that's what but happened. we all had it. those, but see, here's the thing. You climbed out of it. You're not that person yeah. anymore. You like you look at that I person know. yourself with disgust. That's mm-hmm. the, that's no. the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the difference here. There are there are people out there that look at that or look at George Soros has no qualms in in telling people that he. Oh <laughs> fucking. You know, and I don't care. I, listen, I don't care what people say. Oh, he was a boy. He was this. He was innocent. No, he was not fucking innocent. I'm sorry. He went and took people to, uh, what do they say? They say he was part of the um, collection teams where they go and collect all of the, the executed Jews' possessions from their homes after they transferred them to the fucking concentration camps. And then they just go yeah. through all of their possessions and 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 archive them, right? Now, see, here's the thing. 
Don't yeah. tell me that there was no Nazis around him while he was doing that. Don't tell me that he didn't see people being shot in the streets. Don't tell me that. He didn't try and stop it. He's fucking one of them. I don't care how you put it, how you try and explain it away. He was one of them. He assisted them. He it, This poor boy mentality, I'm sorry, but there have been thousands and thousands and thousands of documented cases throughout history of young children doing atrocious atrocities to other human beings. This yep. poor boy syndrome yeah. it does not cut it anymore. Yeah. And in, in, in the, yeah. And here's the thing is, uh, you know, I'd like to think, and I, I, I'm just guesstimating. We'd all would like to think, and I, I'll, I think we would, at least me and you would have. If I was put in that position, if you're put in that position, okay, the first thing, I, I, I you know, I don't expect the, to, the, the tete-a-tete, but I expect escape, run away, break apart, go find, mm. I mean, if you really truly, you know, in other words, you know, there's going to be an opportunity, in other words, he would look back and said, um, I had to do this, you know, uh, uh, you know, a couple of times and I wasn't, you know, obviously wasn't a part of this, you know, I didn't, I was disgusted, but I had to, I was under, you know, close supervision, but the first moment I had an opportunity to escape, I did, exactly. and this is what I did to try to get, yeah, in other words, it's not it, 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 people they'll they'll say well you did it even once it's like no i i can understand if you're you know as a 13 year old boy and you have you know your overseers basically do it or you're going to get a bullet too hmm. yeah you're going to but I get that at, that's totally yeah, but yeah, that's totally time, fear yeah that's fear driven correct but your first opportunity that you see a, a window of opportunity to exactly. to get because uh, yeah and when you escape the probability that they're actually going to chase after one fucking lone boy out in the middle they're not no they're no not because like that. you you hear in that in the um bloodlands as we're reading bloodlands you hear it in the story yeah. they say uh towards the end there people were jumping people were throwing their kids off the train while they were going to the to the concentration camps they were throwing them out the train and hoping that they would be able to find somebody to help them survive, because they knew what they was they were going Correct. to. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. even though they you, they you they, you... they were meeting their own fate, they were trying to um, um, save their children still to the very end. Mm-hmm. This is the humanity. It's humanity yeah, at its best knew, and its knew. worst. Yeah. It is at the best as because you're on the train, you know your fate is all but sealed, and you know if anything you can do just to if if five of you survive out of yeah. five hundred, that's you can start that's something five can voices, happen. From that's that. right. That's you five know. voices to remember the atrocities and remind people. They know the atrocities; they live on. Their voice continues. And they can tell about everything. And yeah. Mm. And yeah. See, here's the difference. Numerous examples. I was just going to say, here's the difference though, Jason, because when we were kids, we were learning about this stuff. Okay. Even though we had television, right? These were, these were subjects in school. These were documentaries on the television. These days, there is so Mm -hmm. much to look at 
they choose not to. I mean, look, I'm on YouTube all the time watching um, World War II stuff, history stuff, all of that, presidents, all of, all of it. I, I, I try and absorb as much as I can, right? These, these kids are choosing mm-hmm. not to learn about history. Yeah, you're right. Because why would Absolutely. I want to? Why would I want to watch um, a two-hour documentary on Abraham Lincoln when I can watch two hours of people doing stupid things on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 there therein lie. Well, this is yeah. We know it's uh, between all kinds of things: the educational, the 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 family, the yeah. The thing is, is we've learned, we've uh, adapted and we said to ourselves, it's important because, well, uh, also, if we ever survive this, knock, knock on wood, um, we're going to have to do it. We're going to have to rebuild. We're going to have to. uh, We are going to have to be, we are going to be the Holocaust survivors. That's what we are. We're going to, that's what we will be. We will be the 21st century Holocaust survivors. Yeah, because we were the ones who, yeah, and we're the ones that are going to have to never be the never again and pray yeah. that it won't be just another 80 years. Or yeah. Maybe it can be an 800 And that's right. Years and least. that's what's happening. I mean, you look at it. As all of these Holocaust survivors die off, all of these German Nazi pigs die off, it, it just slowly doesn't get talked about anymore. And as I said, we've got choice of what to watch. They don't need to watch anything about that they don't need to even know that it actually ever happened that's the thing kids can grow up with no knowledge whatsoever unless somebody implants it in them by force if they if you give these children just free choice to watch um you know from from i'm talking from like cradle to the grave type of thing you just let them free reign on um baby shark and and Paw Patrol, and and then as it get as they get older, it's you know, um, I don't know these stupid teen shows that they watch these days. You know, it, it there is no substance in anything that these kids are choosing to watch, and we're losing them. We're losing them by the fucking thousands. We're losing you know what's them. Interesting. We probably had me and you had a lot of probably similar. Ideals, uh, yeah, and I think me and you had a similar well, you, well, and we grew up with the same example. I mean, like, yeah, I was interested. I was I was interested in history stuff back in the day, and still am, of course. But uh, yeah, you know, I can remember watching, you know, the old, uh, the old, uh, uh, yeah, it was the World at War. I remember watching that on the first, like, well, it wasn't the first run because it came out in seventy two or seventy four or somewhere in that time. But I watched it. It was on T network TV. Uh, or like uh, like a, a smaller station in my local area. Like I would watch this uh, station called Channel Fifty. It was not ABC or C, any of the major. Mm-hmm. It was like a U like a UHF. V8, you remember UHF and VH? Yep, I do. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that whole rigmarole. So it would be one of the side side channels. No, it's no, it's HDMI it, or or um, component A. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, component. So. Yeah, you know, between history, I remember watching the man who saw tomorrow with uh, Nostradamus and yep. all those uh, just yep. interesting. Yeah, 
Ripley's, and, uh, believe yeah, it or not. Ripley's, yeah, yeah, I remember Ripley's. Jack Palance and yeah, and it. and see these shows within themselves taught you about history, and then you'd go off and you'd explore more. Yes. And in my day, I had to go to a library or go to the encyclopedias that my dad had, which were already twenty years in yep. arrears. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, there, no, no. I, I do know what you mean because you know what? When I was eight, nine, well, say I was like eight years old, I was be watching TV and I'd hear somebody, whatever they said on the TV set. And if I didn't understand what the hell they were talking about, I had a we had an old set of uh, uh, funk and uh, wag the wagnalls. Yeah, uh, in the yeah back. that's what we had. Go, no, we had knowledge, well knowledge. And I pull that back. <laughs> yeah, I know those. Yeah, those were they were big too. Then yeah, probably got it sold to us by some fucking door to door salesman. But whatever <laughs> the case, I go grab one of those. I uh, one of those encyclopedias. Uh, pop that thing yep. open and find the term or find the word. Hundred percent. I remember doing that, and you know what I remember the most. The smell of the pages. <laughs> yeah, I do Seriously, that. like, do you, do you remember too. that? Do you remember when you were a kid, like, opening up one of these, and it didn't matter which encyclopedia, it didn't matter if it was new, old, whatever. You open up that page and you smell the paper and the ink and all of yeah, that. And it, it, still, it still holds true for me today like when you actually hold a physical copy of a book as to flicking through the pages on a Kindle. Yes. It's just amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, well, we're the Gen Xer kind of group that we 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 still have the most, and we also, by the way, I mean, I, maybe you didn't have, I, I won't say you, assume you did, but, you know, our grandparents were of that age and we listened to them. I mean, we still have, yeah. you know, I think of that too. I mean, my, my grandfather, he was in World War II until he died in 86. When, you know, I got a, like, well, I didn't really know my, I didn't really know my grandfathers. Yeah. My grand, my mum's father died before they immigrated to Australia. Hey, babe. And um, um, my yeah. dad's father died when I was like two years old. So I don't have any, like, real okay. memories of That's him except for what I've been told. And I've been told he was a wonderful man, and my mum tells me that her father was an awful asshole, fucking drunken, blind bastard that used to smash the fucking um, dinner plates off the table when he'd come home drunk, you know. My mum my was okay. telling me, my mum was telling me well, literally just yesterday, Jason, my mum was telling me how her father used to, like, grab her by the throat and hold her up against the wall. She was like seven. Wow. Yeah, that would scar. Yeah. You like, don't come back from that usually. Yeah. Uh, she, yeah. My mum's 82 years old so, and she still remembers it like yesterday. Well, let's see. So eight, 76. So it was late 40s, early 50s, give or take. Yeah, she was born 50s. in 41. Forty-one. So yeah, so and she was in and so. she was in Egypt in forty-one. So she was in Egypt at the end of the oh, world okay. for the last three years of the war, as well. <laughs> so was my dad. Yeah, my oh, dad. I had to be fucked. All so all that, of my well, all of my mum. Let, let me. Yeah, they all come from Egypt. All of my parents emigrated from Egypt. My family. So put that. In, so let's put this in perspective. They were in Egypt. 
That was during and, and during the time when Rommel and and everything was going on, all the mm-hmm. you know, element and everything going on in northern. Yeah, so there was a lot going on. Mm. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, look, at uh, least the thing. And, and, my dad, my dad would have been more aware because he was he would have been like six or seven, but my mum would have only been three at the end of the war, so she would have a lot of memories of it herself. Gotcha. But as with me, it's yeah. what you were told. And you listened. And the reason well, that you remember I, it is because you actually listened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had the, I did have the, I did have the luck. So <laughs> when my mom finally escaped my dad in 80, 80 uh, was 83, it was the summer of 83. I joined, came, came to Indiana when I was going into sixth grade. So from 83 to 80, when my grandfather died in 86. So I had about three years where I, the the good thing was like the first well it was almost a year we stayed with them for about eight or nine months till my aunt got in the way because she was crazy but that's another story for another time but uh, we moved across the street yeah literally across the street and got a small apartment me and my mom and but during that time frame I I started a paper route in seventh grade yeah and, or when I started I started working but I, the papers got dropped off at the grandparents' house and I would come home from school and. My grandfather, he would sometimes help me roll papers, or he'd already have them rolled because he gave us something to do. Yeah, yeah. So he he would, uh, you know, we had lots of stories, and I spent a lot. I, I even though we lived across the street, I probably spent you know on average a, an hour or two per day, you know, you know around that around the, yeah. the house and there. So I got his war stories. We talk about all kinds of stuff. We talked yeah. about his time in New Caledonia. In all kinds of places across the, he loved talking all about his war war stories, a war adventure. So, uh, because he was like a, he drove an LCBP. He landed at Naha Beach in Okinawa. Uh, so you know he, uh, yeah, and and then stories after that. But yeah, he you the thing is is I got to sit there with him and listen to stories. And him and my grandmother were you know. Uh, big horse aficionados. They they used to have an afternoon show. Uh, was a uh, 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 horse racing with Ed Knorton. I can yep. remember the name. <laughs> uh, one of those UH, UHF channels, of course, like thirty two or thirty eight or whatever it was. And they'd watch the horses run for you know they'd have the results for they'd run the eight races and have the broadcast of each one. And he had his little racing form, and they, when they could go afford to, they'd go to the track, but which it wasn't very often. But every day he had his little, he had his little uh, cheat sheet from the uh, newspaper. <laughs> he had his picks based upon the jockey and all. all uh, yeah. you know, he knew the name. Yeah. Anyway, my so uncle was, was my uncle to... was a big racing fiend. He was all day. Yeah. He had his face in the newspaper. Oh yeah, so he always was talking about boy, if you could prorate these horses, and and he was trying to come up with a system, and he was asking. It was funny. It was like, yeah, yeah, it, there was just something of that generation, and he'd talk about, you know, all the, and we'd watch war. Uh, but we didn't have so many war. distractions, Jason. We didn't Correct. have so yeah. many, like you, were, you know, you didn't have a computer attached personal. to your fucking hip. Yeah, we were I mean, personally invested uh, in each other. For well, me, yeah, because for me, it was what's a computer? <laughs> like, what's a computer? I didn't get a computer until I was like twenty-two. <laughs> you know what's a well? Yeah, 
My mom, my mom got her first computer. It was an 8086. It was, she had to use it for her accounting course in like 87, 88, maybe 88, 88, 89. So it was early. You had to put in the big floppies, the three, yep. the big, the, the yeah. Yeah. I, I had one of the, I had one of the early Apple Macs. One of the box ones, <laughs> not, not the fluoro ones. Yep. I mean, the, like the ones two two generations before that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, my I, I, my first computer I didn't get until two thousand, so I was actually way behind the curve. I I used to have all the add the little uh, save files on my three by five when I went to different work and jobs and stuff like yep. that. My you know anyway. Yeah, we went through. That's the thing, though. You know, I like I mentioned in one of my posts recently. I was like, yeah, we grew up in a generation where you didn't have a phone strapped to your ass. You'd leave, you'd leave the state and go several places over a miles out of town, and if you broke down, you had to figure out a way to get the fuck home. Yeah, you couldn't learn how to. If you went, <laughs> if you went to the shop, you were uh, you were out of fucking reach. If you went down for, if you went for a walk to the deli down the street, nobody could contact you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Correct. You were like off the grid. Yeah, we grew up. In... <laughs> I was definitely well. And here's the thing: being an only child, I used to fucking, uh, you know, when I was a kid, my I mean, my dad was never to fuck around. You know, he was doing what he was literally doing somebody, not something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, my, and my and my mom was at work, and I'd come home from school, and I'd have to either make. Make food for myself or figure out what I was going to do with my life, either TV or hop on my bike and ride down the street and talk to my friends and everything else. So, yeah, I would go around town. I, I, I had no – and that, that transported with me when I moved to Indiana. I, you know, I was the kid that wound up at everybody else's house. No one ever came to my house because they had the cool shit and I didn't have anything. So <laughs> Been there, <laughs> done the that. <laughs> Been there, done that, buddy. Uh, yep. Yeah. I think we might have grew up you know, on the same street. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we 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 understood the, the and it wasn't even a and the thing is is people say, well, no, you did not. Nah, you explain. I just wanted to go there because they had either a, a basketball hoop or a video game. Oh, or, mate. My my yeah. next door my next door neighbor my next door neighbor had the family treehouse. That thing got a hammering from me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything, you know, to go get bumble, rough and tumble. I mean, to put it in perspective how crazy we were, I mean, when I say crazy, so me and a, a teammate, a baseball team, it had rained the night before or some shit, but we had a big game against the top team in the league and we wanted to beat them. We went out there eight hours before the game and we wanted to get the field ready. We wanted to get the, get the field so it was playable. And we did a good enough job that we actually got it put on. So we went out there and we got uh, uh, sand and everything. We were trying mm-hmm. to get the soak up the water and everything. We were fixing the field. I mean, we did more work to fucking put the field in order than the people that are actually supposed to get paid to do it. Yeah. We were so obsessed yeah. with winning. Action, games. action, action. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's the thing is like, you know, at that time it was, I mean, we, it, it was fun. We made it fun. Even, you know, not only was it about that. I mean, hey, we brought the jam box along and put on, and we had the fucking jam box playing, and we were playing uh, the local radio station and all the top hits, and we're fucking out there just doing our thing, me and him and another guy. Yeah. <laughs> we're just fucking around. And, you know, it, you know, and then we called the coach. We called the coach. We got a hold of the coach. We had to go, of course, to the 
go to the telephone, you know, go to the, you know, <laughs> the, the phone booth. Yeah, the, the phone booth. Please insert three nickels for the following 30 seconds. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, I was funny. I watch it. You talk about watching old school. I was watching, uh, so I downloaded some Remington Steel and I'm all like. Oh, you're uh, talking uh, about that. Yeah. Oh, so, Stephanie yeah, Zimbalist. Stephanie Zimbalist yeah. Jr. Oh, yeah. I bet you were yeah, hot for her the, in the so day. There was oh, yeah. I was definitely <laughs> hot for her. So, anyway, uh, the whole, the, there was an ep, there's been multiple episodes where it's like you talk about harking back to the old days. So, yeah, one where they're outside and he says, What are you afraid I'm going to drop a dime on you? <laughs> and you're thinking, Yeah, there's the old school. Yeah, drop the dime. <laughs> I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> and Boom. Yeah. And then, and then there was a little echo of what the problem we have today. It was like, wow, you know, look at how wonderful it is. We're we're learning from China. We're we're bringing them into. Uh, the, the, oh, because that's the, the right. Because actual... Remington still would have been right around that time. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It was it was so it was so echo. I mean, when I say echo, like they was like, yeah, we're you know by sharing our culture, we're going to democratize them and cap. <laughs> Yeah, the foreshadowing. About- Hollywood knew before we did. <laughs> yeah, fucking forty fucking years ago, and I'm like looking at the. That's the thing too, because this is like eighty two was this is the first season. Magnum PI was eighty one. I'm like, yeah, I'm going back to the roots. I'm just, uh, yeah. I mean, crazy. even Magnum, even if people watched Magnum PI, they'd learn a little bit about history because there was a lot of war yes. history in Magnum PI. Oh, oh yeah, it, it, you and and not only war history, but it's just funny that to know that Donald P. Pelisario is attached to that. He's attached to Airwolf, and one of what's the yeah. biggest one of the bigger things you see in uh, uh, Magnum PI, uh, TJ uh, flying the fucking helicopter around yep. all the time. Yeah. So that was that was a that was a that was definitely something that uh, Belisario was like. It must have been really geeked out on. He loved copters. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> And that probably, yeah, there, there, there had to be. He was like, "Man, I can make a fucking show out of this." I'm pretty. Didn't didn't they do? Didn't they do like a fantasy? I'm pretty sure they did like a fantasy episode on Magnum PI where it was like a Pearl Harbor episode. I'm sure. I'm pretty I, I, sure. I, I watched. I mean, I got through like the first. Well, remember, I didn't watch this on first run. I mean, I didn't. I mean, it wasn't that I didn't want to. I think I just had so many other shit going on. I think by the time I got into what it was, yeah, well, I mean, even, Magnum, yeah, even in that time yeah. of Magnum PI and stuff, there was a lot more to choose from to watch. There was a lot more stations, cable had come in, and all of that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, there was a, uh, yeah, well, yeah, there was, you know, every, every, actually, if we went back and I, I'd have to go look because I, I can't confirm this, but if I went back and looked at the lineup from like 81 to about 87, I bet you every night, Every, every, like ABC, NBC, CB, they all had good lineups. I mean, really, if you go back and look at them, they, they didn't, I mean, uh, I think did. like NBC had cheers. entertaining they had to watch and it was informative. Yeah, every night, you know, every night was pretty, everybody had a solid lineup at least one night of the week where you could just say, ah, I can just leave it on this fucking channel the whole night and I didn't fucking yeah, change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From the news till bedtime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it was appointment TV. You go there and you knew that you were going to watch X, certain commercials, certain shows, 
Yeah. Were, these were the people that you were going to like or dislike. Well, mainly like because that's the reason why you I mean, re watching, the thing is of watching this over, the difference is in the writing too. Especially like uh, Remington Steel. Of course, it's like, it's kind of like hard boily, you know, the, the, the noir, like film noir, you know. And writing, you know, the pacing is different. It's it's kind of cool because you, you know, it's like the word choices too. And, and and the thing is, is they were subtle, like the subtle drops of, you know, they they were subtly approach uh, sexual innuendo. It was done in a way that was, you know, acceptable, really, honestly, because it, it was a thinking mechanism. Well, it was so a if you story, think... yeah, it was a story arc. It wasn't just like let's throw them yeah. in bed together in the first three episodes yeah yeah oh yeah that was definitely they had to build up the tension yeah and like yeah and and the thing is is like yeah and then was, and then without fail as soon as they fucking fell into bed to as soon as they fell into bed together the show like ended because <laughs> people didn't want to watch anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the, the whole point was to keep them apart yeah to be the forbidden fruit yeah <laughs> You're not supposed to taste it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. It's Except been, maybe, uh, maybe heart to heart, that was all right. They were married from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I like that show. I watched it with my mom. I remember watching Heart to Heart. And mm -hmm. I remember watching Dynasty with my mom. Yeah, I remember watching Dallas. Uh, a, uh, Dallas. AJ. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, and the thing is, I didn't, I mean, there were certain shows I was like, okay, mom, you watch that, I'm gonna go outside or something. I mean, I wasn't in, I, as much into like Dallas. As, I think the reason why I like, I, well, we also watch Moonlighting. So, Moonlighting was basically Remington Steel yep. 2. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Same concept. And then, uh, yeah. But yeah, the 80s had so much, you know, the A team. And, Oh yeah, there was just so much. Uh, I, I, uh, my mom also liked Stingray. It was a short-lived show. Stingray, about the '84 Stingray. The guy, so always the mysterious. My mom, I, I could tell my if I had to guesstimate. No, we never had that conversation. Of course, why would we? Because that would have been just really weird. But you know, I think she had a thing for certain males. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, the Pierce. Uh, yeah, the the show was about her watching the uh, watching the guy she wish she had the hero mm. <laughs> instead no. of uh, the schlubs that she uh, well she stopped dating completely after my dad there was no uh, she never dated again so and she had the opportunity probably if she wanted it but she didn't she I think I think uh, between the beatings and everything else I think that was enough that's that's basically what it boiled down to. I think she she didn't. There was no man good enough. Plus, she had me to me to keep her occupied. I guess is the best way to put it in terms of mm -hmm. my uh, which which part of I got to keep you out of jail and get you into college. <laughs> That's basically yeah. the goal. <laughs> yeah, keep you alive, keep you out of jail. Yeah, <laughs> get you mm. to get you to go do something uh, worthwhile with your fucking life. <laughs> Well, let's just Which let's just now, hope that um, let's just hope that people like don't do college anymore. Yeah, it's just well, a poison pen. I, well, the thing is, is like I'm located here. Just the thing, the interaction that I get, it's so sad. I can tell. I can tell. They, they're oblivious too. They don't know what the fuck's coming. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> 
because there's so many there. You know, of course, at that age, I guess nobody really knows. But you know, I guess we were of a different stripe or age. I mean, I was well enough, well enough aware of, you know, the fuckery that was. I mean, even at that age, I wasn't like hardcore. But I mean, I like I knew of the Cold War and I understood when when that wall fell. I was like, okay. And then when I I remember hating Bush. I'm like, why is that fucker going into Iraq? I was like, what the fuck have they got to do with anything? <laughs> They're like, oh, it's Kuwait, it's Kuwait. I go, let them fucking solve their own fucking problems. Yeah. <laughs> <That's all. laughs> For fuck's sake, let's just not. <laughs> but, you know, we know what the deal is. Gotta keep things stirred up. Gotta make money off the war machine. Like Sudan. I heard Victoria, and then uh, sure enough, we find out Victoria Newland's popped into Sudan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Same. man. This yeah. is all going nowhere, Jason. We've not solved any problems. Um. Well, <laughs> we haven't. We got to get to positions. <laughs> yeah, well, we got to, well, we're not, yeah. Well, I, I, I probably, I did that earlier today. I retweeted that kid. He's like, well, we're going to, we can't dwell on it. We can't, we can't be at each other's throat. We got to, I was like, I said, you have to get somewhere near the power. You got We got 21 months before you, anybody can solve any problems. That's yeah. In the, <laughs> and then, and, and I just said that desperation is going to increase because guess what? That closer we get to any possibility of actually, uh, fixing anything these people are going to get more and more desperate you know they already are desperate so can you imagine what it's going to get to Ugh. well i mean but, but it's getting there don't you think it's getting there oh it's all about get oh it's yeah it's definitely getting like, there because okay so we ain't got 21 we're months. hearing we're hearing <laughs> a lot more often we're already at war we're hearing that a lot more often in multiple countries now Let's face it, uh, 75% of the, the the countries in the world are led by liberal Democrats at the moment. So, you know, we're, we're fuck, we're the minority. Yeah. We're not only in the, well, we're in the more and more minority, plus the liberal Democrats are just basically, uh, just just a touched right of uh, Xi Jinping, but we're all toggled left. And it's just one set of Marxist versus, well, they're not even versus. They they don't even, they're owned by Xi or, I don't fucking know. Their intent, I mean, the intent, that, the, the fact that it's so intentional that all these countries are basically turning on their own populations, like, you, you know, obviously, they're turning on their own populations, basically saying, we don't need these people. They're worth fuck all. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. What they say doesn't matter. We don't, we, we no longer, we no longer agree with their common populations because they're all racist. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, uh, we're the ones that are racist. Yeah, we're all racist. We are. But they're yeah. racist as well. Yeah. They're racist as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, I don't, but I don't have any, them. I don't have any qualms <laughs> in saying if you think I'm racist, I must be racist, but that makes you racist too. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and, and oh, by the way, they're already killing people. At, not only have they already killed people, they're still killing people. Now they're doing it through war mains. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. You know, oh, it's because of Vladimir Putin. It's because of Putin. Putin's done it. Yeah. It's like, how many times can you use the same old saw? This guy must have just 
I mean, for for one fucking country to have so much power over all of you, you guys have to be a bunch of fucking idiots to believe that we think we think that this one dude. <laughs> but the liberals, the the thing is, there are people out there that eat that shit up. It's like you mean it's just that dude in uh, Moscow. Oh, he's been after us for years. It's like, no, he hasn't. <laughs> You've been antagonizing. He he's just um, he just pisses you off because he's the first. He's the, he's one of the few people who said, "Okay, I'll take. I'll be your huckleberry. And let's go. Let's go to. Let's go to town." <laughs> it's the Ukrainians that fucked us over. I mean, we had Ukrainian more Ukrainian interference in the 2016 election than we did Russian interference. To be fuck, fucking frank, <laughs> mm-hmm. and nobody cares because mm-hmm. all the Ukrainians were. Lined up with Clinton, you know, the Chalupas and the Eric Chiarmelas and all the fucking uh, Victoria Newland was in that boat, too. They're all there's there's so many. And then all the news people and uh, yeah, Rintek Akhmeteshin. And all, I mean, every time I turned around, I, I, I saw I should put a laundry list of all the Ukrainians that were involved. And the only thing they have on Russians is they had bought some ads on fucking Facebook and probably <laughs> put out some stupid fucking propaganda. Which of course they always do. So why 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 is that surprising? <laughs> Not surprising uh, anyway. in the least, is it? <laughs> but, yeah, but meanwhile the Ukrainians were all, all. Well, the thing is the Ukrainians had to keep the keep it up, and of course our neocon friends, you know the the people we know. Just anyway, just just this whole concept of we we actually have picked the wrong. I, I, this time we definitely picked the wrong party to support, but. Then, of course, you know, when our State Department is so aligned with Ukraine, that's the reason why they got all shitty, you know, the Maria uh, Yovanovitch and all these uh, assholes that <laughs> Trump had to fight, that they, they got mad because he said, get rid of her. <laughs> I mm. I downloaded that. There was a, like a, was it like a 90-minute video or whatever? Or it was a audio video of him having this little White House event. And I listened to him, and, and actually, that's actually one of the things that sold me on Trump, is listening, because somebody recorded him for like 90 minutes, and they thought it was a real gotcha moment, because of him saying, he was talking about Ukrainian oil and Ukrainian natural gas and resources, but what I really, it wasn't what he talked about, it was the fact that he, he asked questions of people and listened, and let them talk, and let them say whatever they were going to say, I don't whether it was relevant or not, but... I heard him ask more questions, which made me think, okay, he's not being dictatorial. He's just trying to uh, inform himself. The problem is, I don't think he has a good idea that half the time these people are fucking full of filling his head full of shit. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I know. But at least, he knew to, at least he knew to ask questions. But anyway, they didn't, the, the, yeah, hey, Zero Fox given. <laughs> Zero Fox, Thanks. yes. Oh, Alan, you always come in so late. I've got to go. I've got to go. It's like four, nearly four thirty here. I've got to go. Bloody, my daughter wants me to go have dinner with her now. <laughs> you always come in at the last minute. That's unacceptable. You talked to her for a second. Yeah, I always talk. <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, <laughs> <sighs>